It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Welcome aboard on a uh, Monday, and uh, we'll have uh, fun again uh, today talking about the amount of offense we are seeing in softball. I'll I'll just give you a tip-off here, uh, Brady. I saw six games between Friday and Saturday, and I saw another 87 runs scored on 110 hits with 38 extra base hits, 22 doubles, nine triples, seven homers I saw in two days, six games. That's a lot. Nope. Like we said, well, actually, I had a fairly tame couple of days considering, well, the one game I had was like two and a half innings because of the rain. But (laughs) Saturday, I didn't see a ton, but I saw some decent pitching, but we can get all into that later. Yep. Uh, we have a big week ahead of us, too. I have a Marysville PH baseball series that I'll be at. You have two games of uh, uh, St. Clair Anchor Bay that you'll be seeing this week, so you'll be seeing some good baseball. We're closing in on 200 games this season for Get Stuck on Sports. What, what's our official number now? We're at 184 right now, and we're doing uh, 13 games this week, I believe it is. So it'll, we'll have to wait till next week. And. This is episode number 100. It is our 100th episode. Yay. Which we'll do all the fun recap stuff, best moments, best games at the end of the season because the way softball and baseball are going, we're going to see something worth getting on that list. So don't worry. All, the, all that fun stuff will come in the summer when there's no games to talk about. Tell them about the golf outing. Golf outing uh, sign-up is available on the website. It's August Friday, August 20th, 7.30 registration, 8.30 start time. There's going to be a lot of fun prizes. You can get a new golf bag, have a lot of fun, come out, help support us. Tell your friends it's golf outing. It's, what, $80 a person, 324 a foursome, if you sign up before July 1st. And that's enough shameless plugging for this segment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. We're back, and Brady is already crying in the background about things that uh, just don't concern me at this point. Uh, I'm I'm going to go off again here. So uh, officially, between Brady and I on the two streams. We have done 45 softball games this spring. Which is pretty good for what, like a month? 45 softball games. When was our first one? I don't know. All right, I'll look that up while you go over your numbers. 60 home runs. 689 runs scored in 45 games. That's 15 runs a game. So the average score of a softball game that we've seen is eight to seven. I've done 26 games and seen 40 home runs, 437 runs. The average score of a game that I do is nine to eight. The average score that Brady does is seven to six, slacker. But you've seen 20 homers in 19 games. And 252 runs scored. And here's the really crazy part about this statistic is I've seen six shutouts and a (laughs) no-hitter. I've seen six shutouts and a no-hitter. And you're averaging 17 runs a game. And I'm averaging, yeah, 17 runs a game. By the way, our first softball game we did was April 9th, so it's been a month and a day, and we've done 45 just softball games. You've only seen two shutouts, and one of them was uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What were the two I saw? It was that saw one. a 12 nothing game and a 6 nothing game. Oh, yeah, Marysville. Uh, Kirsten Smith shut out PH that day. But, no, it's been the, – the bats have been just ridiculous. I mean, you see girls having – 600, 500 averages. I think St. Clair has a girl. I don't remember exactly who it was, but is hitting in the 500s in the MAC red. Claire Borg has eight home runs, four grand slams. Yeah. These are like just video game numbers, and I know we keep harping on it, but every time we come out, um, do you want to talk about Friday? Start talking. We'll get the softball out of the way. I'm going to start there, but I'm just going to, so we don't, like, it doesn't get lost. This was Morgan James' week. Morgan James, catcher for the Big Reds. They played five games. They went three and two. Morgan went 11 for 16 in five games. That's a 688 batting average. (laughs) Scored seven runs. Had three doubles, two triples, three homers, and 14 runs batted in. Just kind of absorb that for a second. So she almost drove in a run every time she was at the plate. So uh, those of you that follow uh, Folsom, vote for Morgan James for Player of the Week. 
she legitimately earns it. I don't, I don't care. I know how that goes. Right. I'm going to be politically incorrect here and upset people. We know you always vote for your kids and the kids for your teams. Morgan James deserves Athlete of the Week. Of course, there will probably be another softball player that did something. <laughs> so, well, I'm not like aware of it. Every week, it's a new person. This is the one that I'm aware of. Because I, I, I said to you pre-show, I go, what if we did a draft for softball? And you just went, nope, too hard. Can't have, do it. You'd have to go 50 rounds. You, you, you'd have to, you, yeah, you'd have to include like two 25-player rosters to get 50 players in, and you would still miss somebody. You would still not include somebody who is deserving because the numbers are just outrageous. And, like, there are two to three players pretty much on every team we've seen I mean, even this year. Even starting and we both haven't seen all the same teams. And even starting with a potential number one overall pick, you're going, I don't – like, you could, you could name ten girls who that you could make an argument. One. And then we were like, well, what about baseball? And and to me, baseball is <laughs> just as hard. It's just the opposite side. Instead of we're picking, pitching dominates. Yeah, you could, like which pitcher do you take number one overall? Exactly. So anyway, let's get to Friday. Uh, I'll start with mine because it was quick. I was two and a half innings, and then I got sent home thanks to the rain. I do want to give a shout out the people at Algonac, the whole coaching staff, Coach Perkins and his crew could not have been nicer. Um, I don't know if it was a Marine City or an Algonac parent. Help me clean up because it's pouring. I have my pot up. And the way I set it up is I put all the electronic stuff in the pod and I'll sit outside. I don't mind getting wet. But it was pouring. They're helping me because the wind's blowing and I'm trying to keep it. They don't want it. They could not have been nicer at Algonac. I really appreciate that. Big shout out to them. Thank you. But I went two and a half innings and uh, I did get to see an Emily Yaks home run. But it was 8 nothing when I started. When I stopped uh, in the 17 batters I saw for Algonac, uh, Thaler had a RBI triple, Kenna Bomarito a double, uh, two hits for D. DeLang, uh, Emily Yak's home run, a double from Tory Boyd, uh, Anna Sampier had two hits, including an RBI. Yeah, you're right, Dennis. Algonac can hit. And that was in two innings. And I didn't hear Stevenson's name, and she's – Ella Stevenson, RBI single. Yeah. Uh, and lined out to left field, and I think uh, Julia Gilbert went, boop, caught it. Like, didn't take a step. Oh, no, it was Jade Blanchard. Sorry, Jade Blanchard, I, was, yeah. I was thinking the other game. But, yeah, Jade Blanchard went, boop, caught it. Yeah, on, on, on a frozen rope. They finished that game Saturday morning, and uh, Algonac ended up winning 10-2. to two. They went six. Gotcha. So – you're, you're caught Ended up there. on time limit. I started Friday uh, up in Croslex. I was supposed to be a Croslex Cass City doubleheader. Um, and the, they knew that the deluge was coming, but they felt they could get the first game in. Um, and they were almost right. We got six innings in uh, and actually two batters in the top of the seventh when the umpires finally decided we can't play in this. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was coming down sideways at that point, uh, and and they called the game, and of course it reverted back to the six. Nothing had changed. Thirteen to nine, Cass City beat Croslex, uh, and I found myself uh, a whole bunch of uh, new players to really like uh, who are really good. Sailor Cuthrell is the catcher for Cass City, uh, and she went three for five in the game with a, a double and two runs uh, scored. Uh, Macy White is their shortstop, real good player. She went two for three and scored three runs. Really liked uh, Kaylee Salcedo, who went four for four with three singles, a triple, three runs scored, and five RBIs. What's not to like there? Kristen Stimple with a, a two-run uh, double. Two hits for Amanda Marshall. She scored two runs, knocked in a run. Uh, Paige Roth had an RBI single. Olivia Graff had an RBI double. That, that's pretty much their whole lineup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they banged out 15 hits for their 13 runs. Riley Robertson, a left-hand hitting slap hitter, like your traditional old-style run-up. 2000. 16 yeah, style r- slap r- it or run, run up and, and slap it the other way and bunt a lot. Home run and a triple. Home run over the center field fence. Three-run bomb. <laughs> of course. Why not? <laughs> Three hits for uh, Kendall Westrick, and I, I don't think any of them left the infield, but 
she she's a great bunter and has blazing speed. They're really fast at the top of the order. Jaden uh, Gumtow had a RBI triple. I saw so many hits and so many triples. Uh, Julie Van Camp was three for three with an RBI. Three hits for Brooklyn Schultz. She scored two runs, two hits, three RBIs for Aaron uh, Kensley, who had a, a double in the uh, game. So it, it was just it, well, it, it was a typical night at the uh, office. Uh, Maya Mendoza, despite giving up 13 runs and 15 hits, did strike out nine and only walked one. She throws strikes, but the umpires make them throw strikes. They do. I've had a couple that have expanded the zone, and well, Saturday I had some that I think they were cold, so <laughs> they expanded. But I'd say more often than not, and I'm sure there's some coaches and players that are going to listen to that and think, "What and go? What are you drunk, Brady?" I think the umpires have been more good than bad this year. Hey, I I saw five and a half games on Saturday, mm-hmm. and there was one missed call. In five and a half That, games. like, really stuck out. Yeah. Uh, and, and it happened in the Marine uh, – at the end of the Marine City – PH game. PH game, where they called a girl out at third, and it was a bad call. But neither of them had a good look at it, mm-hmm. and they had to call something. And they guessed wrong. They guessed wrong. Um, but other than that, the strike zones were super consistent every game. And you know what? I like these two guys because – I'm sitting out in left field. I, I at Alkanak, I I set up the table behind the left field fence so I can catch the home run balls. Um, and, and there's an easy plug in to the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you like being other places. I like behind the plate. Yeah. You like kind of being by yourself. I, I, I think behind the plate, you're you're blocked by the ump and the catcher. Like you can't see everything. Like from these other positions, like down the third baseline or in the outfield. Uh, I can still see the scoreboard from that spot in mm-hmm. Algonac to where their scoreboard is at. Um, I just see the field better. And I judge fly balls better off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like behind the plate, sometimes you think a girl hits it hard and it's a pop-up to short. Yeah. And another time you, you think they popped it up to short and it flies out over the left field fence. Like I just I judge the ball better from the different angles. But uh, I, I thought uh, they had an, a, a real consistent strike zone, both umpires, and they worked all the games, mm-hmm. same two guys. And they were loud when they called strikes. Like, they called strike, and everybody knew what the call was. There's no guessing. See, I had the opposite. Hear nothing, it's a ball. Hear something, it's a strike. I had an ump that had a loud ball call and had a very, like, delayed right hand. So you'd hear, and then I'd have to wait to see if the arm went up, especially on the borderline (laughs) pitches. And when I'm in the booth at Marysville, I have the window closed because it was freezing. And I was guessing. There, I... I go back and listen to that game. I'm sure you see here half a dozen times to go, boy, strike on the outside <laughs> part of the plate. Anyway, so my day started with uh, after they finished up the Marine uh, City uh, Algonac game, which I didn't broadcast. I was setting up while they were mm. finishing up. Uh, so I started with Troy and Port Huron, and the uh, Big Reds went off in this one. They had an 11-run Bottom of the third, but it, it was pretty much right away. Two outs, nobody on. Emma Tremblay, bang, right center field, home run, way out of there, 20, 30 feet over the fence, just uh, an atomic uh, bomb. Then Morgan James comes up and rifles one uh, off the top of the fence in center field for a triple, missed a home run by inches, uh, and then came up her next time, hit it to the same spot but higher and got the three-run homer. And then came up uh, her next time, hit it to the same spot, hit the top of the fence for another triple. I mean, it, it was just that kind of a day. Um, they they had uh, two triples, two homers, and three doubles in the first game. So 15 hits and what is that, seven for extra bases or eight? Two, four, that's seven for extra bases. I mean, just uh, – I mean, uh, Troy only had three hits, and one of those was a double. <laughs> Port Huron's gotten a lot better, haven't they? From the first game you saw them, what, against Marine City back in early April? Well, they they can hit. First off, they can hit. They got – right now, they've got seven to eight girls in their lineup that hit consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're catching the ball a lot better now. 
than they did at the beginning. At the beginning of the season, they were dropping balls in the outfield. They were throwing balls around on the infield. They were struggling over at first base catching the ball. And they went down and pulled some JV kids up, uh, Cammie Trendy, Erica Huddy, and uh, Neely Reed. Reed, uh, and, And those three kids have helped them defensively, and they get the odd hit. Yeah, and the thing is, I think the hitting will come when the confidence comes because, you know, it is intimidating. You're a young player. I think they're all freshmen or, I mean, at minimum sophomores. You're up on the varsity. You're seeing some good pitching. It takes a little bit to get that confidence, and once it comes, I mean, I saw Cammie Trendy have a multi-hit game against Port here on Northern. Um, It'll come, but no, I think they play really nice defense, and that has helped them a ton since then i would love to see their record since they pulled those girls up yeah so they're they're playing much better and here's a game that if you played it uh, in the first month of the season it goes three innings and it's ugly um and Algonac ekes out a 3-2 win over the big reds when they played on saturday completely different world uh izzy tremblay pitched in this game and did a very nice job she gave up uh, a run in each of the first three innings, but she didn't get, like, hammered. Bomarito is Bomarito. She doubles down the right field line, goes to third on a ground ball, scores on a sacrifice fly by Stevenson to make it one to nothing. Maria Simpson leads off the uh, the second inning with a single. James tried to pick her off a first and threw the ball away, so she got to second, went to third on a wild pitch, and scored on a sacrifice fly by DeLang. So it's two to nothing. They get back-to-back doubles. Bomarito, okay, check swing by Bomarito, and she hit the ball over the right fielder's head. Sure. And and you had one that you'll, I'm sure you'll yeah, describe we'll talk about. in a minute. And then DeVernay doubled her home. And then there was a single by Stevenson to put runners at the corners, and Trombley pitched out of the jam, got two pop-ups to get out of the jam, loaded the bases with one out in the sixth inning, and got a strikeout and a flyout to get out of that uh, jam. In the meantime, um, Bomarito was perfect through the first 10 hitters and then gave up a double to Izzy Trombley, clean, line drive over the left fielder's head, one hop the wall. Uh, and then uh, Morgan James with a double over Stevenson's head in center field. Hard to do. Mm-hmm. She's a really slick fielder, and that's how they got their first run. And then they didn't score again until Emma Trombley let off uh, in the top of the seventh with uh, a home run to left right down the line. It was a wall scraper. It made it over only by a couple of feet, but it made it over. Right. Uh, and that made it uh, a 3-2 to two, uh, final. So only three hits for the Big Reds in that game, but they were all for extra bases. But that's that's a big improvement against a good team at Algonac that can hit, and the Big Reds have struggled pitching, and I think Izzy Trombley's going to be a really good pitcher in a couple years, and that's that's a nice performance for her, yeah. especially giving up a run early and settling down and giving your team a chance to win. She gave up seven hits and didn't walk anybody, uh, and three of the seven hits were Bomarito. So she handled the rest of that lineup, and that's a, that's a I mean, one, one through, through nine, that's a good lineup. Yep. They, they don't have anybody who's real easy – to get out uh, there. Then my next game saw Algonac beat up on Troy 11-7. to It actually took the Muskrats a little while to get warmed up, and by a little while, the first two batters made it out, and then Stevenson hit a home run to left field that landed uh, somewhere in Star City or Starville or whatever that's called over there. Uh, and uh, then uh, then they got an ugly run. Uh, Troy is just – I'm sorry, folks. Troy's bad. <laughs> they, and, and they were, they were defeated – by, by the last game against Marine City, they didn't want to be there anymore. You could tell by the body language. Um, but anyways, Algonac was only up 4-2 to two going into the bottom of the fifth, and uh, they hit around so long in the bottom of the fifth that by the time they were done scoring their seven runs and leading 11-2, to two, the time limit had, had expired on the game. Uh, but uh, everybody for Algonac uh, hit in the, uh, the game against Troy, except for Bomarito. She went 0 for 4. Wow. Everybody else had at least one hit. Uh, Thaler was 3 for 3 in that game with an RBI. Stevenson had two RBIs and a home run. Sampier had two RBIs. And Tory Boyd had a two-run triple 
uh, in the game. So then we went to Port Huron Marine City, and Marine City had beaten PH twice this year, 22-11 to 11 in the first month of the season mm-hmm. when the Big Reds were not catching the ball. I think they made seven errors in that game and gave up 22 uh, runs. Uh, and then recently you saw a game where it was 5-3 to three for Marine City. Yep. Dietland uh, pitched really well for yeah. the Mariners. So in this one, it was Rickard against uh, Kanya, and the Big Reds ended up winning 8-7. to seven. PH scored four in the first. Uh, three straight singles to start, Emma Trombley knocking in the first run, and then Morgan James, a three-run home run to center field. She loves center field at Algonac uh, on, on Saturday. Uh, but then Marine City came right back with three runs in their half of the uh, second. Uh, I like Alyssa Chartier, mm-hmm. uh, a young player that they – bring up and down um she drove in a run uh Maine hit a triple to drive in a run and Nelson singled in uh Maine but then the Big Reds came back with two runs Izzy Trombley singled in two to make it six to three Marine City got a run back to make it six to four PH got another Morgan James home run to center field a two-run bomb to make it eight to four and then Marine City came up with uh, three runs in the fifth to make it 8-7, to seven. Mackenzie Laboon got her first at-bat of the season. She's been out with, what is it, an ACL? I think it's, I don't know, it's a knee injury, I think. Yeah. A- any, anyways, I mean, there was even at one point they were thinking that there might need surgery. I don't know that she's going to pitch or play the field this year, but they gave her an at-bat, and what does she do? Rip a single into right that drives in two runs and makes a, an 8-5 game, an 8-7 game. Um, and again, they were threatening in the sixth. We knew time was running out, and I thought the sixth would be the last inning. And they had them at uh, second and third with one out, and they picked the runner off of third, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, she got back to the uh, bag. It was Jade Blanchard. From where I was at and from where Coach Laboon was at, we could both see that the runner got back. Mm-hmm. The umpires, again, the home plate umpire, all he's seeing are the backs of everybody. Yep. And the base umpire, because there was another runner on base, is over on the other side of the field. So he's looking through the pitcher and all the players. So I knew neither one of them had a good look at it, and that was the only bad call of the day. And then what happens? Dietland hits a fly ball to center. Mm-hmm. Would it have been deep enough? Uh, Jade Blanchard's pretty quick. Yeah. She she gets down the line pretty fast. It might have tied the game. Uh, and then it was weird because we took the break, and I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, the, the game is over, right? We're out of time. Yeah. And they actually had the kids come out onto the field, and they threw like two pitches to Emma Trombley, and then they called the game. What? Yeah, that's that was kind of like, wait a minute. Did they like forget to check? Uh, they were checking before the the top of the inning, and that's how I kind of knew we were running out of time. And but somebody must have reminded, hey guys, we're out, we're out of time. Stop the game. So they stopped the game so that Marine City could play Troy for three innings. <laughs> <laughs> they just dominated. Oh, uh, fifteen to nothing. Uh, uh, seven runs in the bottom of the first, and then the 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 Troy girls just were like, we don't want to be here anymore. And it was ten nothing after two, and they scored five more, and and the game ended on a little league home run, a single where Troy just threw the ball wild everywhere around the field uh, until uh, Rickert came all the way around with the 15th run. It was like, okay, let's make sure she scores here is the way I felt about it. <laughs> so, uh, the, yeah, I'm, I, I don't even, I'm not even going to talk a lot about that game other than to say uh, Ainsley Coleman, they hit her ninth in that game, and she had a bases-loaded triple. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, their eight and nine hitters were Maine and Coleman, who usually hit like three and four in the lineup. <laughs> of course. So that so that was so. Dietland uh, got on three times, two walks and a double, and scored three runs. Um, uh, there there were a lot of people. Chartier had two hits. Uh, Rickert had a couple of uh, hits. Uh, Isabella Volkman gets on base every time. Um, so it was a it was a pretty good pretty good uh, day uh, a long day but a fun day um, for me uh, and I know that uh, that you had some good games you had a lot of close games yeah but I think we we'll, we can take a break and I can get through it because we didn't have a lot of baseball to talk about 
I don't so, think we had any baseball. No. Uh, the Marine City did throw a no hitter. Maybe we'll get to that. Oh, another one. <laughs> of course they did. Yeah. Uh, or Marine, uh, not Marine City. Uh, Mooney. Cardinal Mooney. Yes. Yeah. yeah Cardinal, they did Cardinal Mooney threw a league no title. So we'll we'll get to all of that in our next segment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with uh, Dennis and Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And, uh, yeah, uh, I had five games on uh, Saturday. Brady did uh, three, plus there were three others 
being played on a different field where you were at. Yes, so. uh, started off with Marysville versus St. Clair. The third time they tried to play their pink out game, and they did. Um, before I get started, I'm going to say everyone played in this game. Like, they got every girl in, so it wasn't – neither coach was, like, trying their hardest to win. They knew it was more about the event and, and the cause than actually winning the game. But everyone on both teams can play. It's not like they were putting in scrubs that had no chance. And, well, uh, spoiler alert, one of the players that doesn't play a lot ended up being the hero uh, in the game. So, uh, Maddie Cook – Started for St. Clair and through four innings, no one on Marysville could touch her. She was scoreless through four. Her bats gave her a three to uh, nothing league. Megan Lenarski was on the mound for St. Clair. It was single, single fielder's choice. Um, fielder's choice drove in a run. It was two nothing after one. Maddie Cook hit a home run. I the way she acted, I think it was her first, but it was a pitch low and away. And not saying she didn't barrel it up, but it was a defensive swing. She, like, threw her hands at it, got it on the barrel, went opposite field and under the scoreboard. Hit a home run. She was around the, the bases in, like, two seconds. She was so <laughs> excited. But it was 3 nothing, and that's where it stayed to the bottom of the fifth when uh, uh, Ashley Bissett got on with an error. There was a ground out that moved her up, a fielder's choice, uh, and then a single from Kate Westmiller, and that scored a run, and it was 3-1. to one. Then in the bottom of that inning, Mackenzie Smith comes in for Callie Perrin. Callie Perrin's a really good hitter. She's on the bench, comes up singles. Anna Oles flies out, and Megan Winston singles. Ashley Bissett lays down a sack bunt, got to see a little small ball. Then an error allowed a couple runs to score. It was a fly ball. It was just misjudged in right field. Both runs scored, tie ball game. St. Clair gets held in the top of the seventh. And then in the bottom of the inning, Wes Miller, who you think, you're, oh, you get her on, she can run around. She grounded out. It was a really nice play on the infield. I don't even remember who was playing shortstop at that point. I think Schweighoffer was there the whole time. Made a really nice play to throw her out. And then Kirsten Smith gets a single. Avery Wolters strikes out. And then my thought was, okay, they took Callie Perrin out. They let Mackenzie Smith get in that bat. They're going to put her in, try to see if she can drive it. They sent Mackenzie Smith up. And I'm like, all right, let's see what she can do. She hits a rocket of a shot, hits off the center field fence. Kristen Smith scores all, or Kristen Smith scores all the way from first, and the Vikings win. It was Mackenzie Smith, a player that in a stacked lineup doesn't get a ton of at-bats. Had a huge game-winning RBI hit against a rival against a really good pitcher in Maddie Cook. The one time that Mackenzie Smith uh, played in a game that I did it was in the MLA City Tournament. Mm -hmm. She hit ninth, and she went three for three. <laughs> she can hit. She's a left-hand bat, and she can hit. She just drove it to the center field wall. She ended two for two with a game-winning RBI. And Megan Lenarski settled down really nicely. She does not throw hard by any means. No, but she's got a great changeup. She misses a ton of bats. Like, I saw more swings and misses, I think, in that game than I saw in any other game. Like, it's hard to barrel her up. And the other thing is, when you don't throw hard, you don't. it's hard to get the ball elevated and get it out of the park but no she pitched really well in game one I got I just stayed at the varsity field so I saw Marysville the whole time Armada came over and played the Vikings um and a, a really good pitching performance this game started like five minutes after the last one ended like I got both lineups I was writing down the first one and it was like Oh, oh crap, they're starting. All right, we got got to go. Uh, Kirsten Smith pitched. She was dominant. I mean, real quick, I didn't uh, – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten strikeouts, 11 strikeouts on the day for Kirsten Smith. She just went through the entire Armada lineup. She just gave up, I think, four or five hits on the day, uh, two extra base hits. Abby Clay had a double, and Haley Schramm had a triple. And that's a good Armada lineup. They have a lot of talented players. Uh, the whole BWAC's talented. We were yeah. looking at that. Um, for Marysville, you had a couple of hits from Kirsten Smith. Megan Winston went three for four. Um, looking where else. Uh, Kate Westmiller came in and pinch hit and got an RBI single. Brandy Bissett went three for three, including a double and an RBI. 
And that's, I think, all the multi-hit games. Emma Curtis came in and pinch hit, had an RBI single. They won uh, 6 nothing in that game and just just played well. And Marysville was just rolling. They kept it going against Lakeview. Lakeview started um, a girl. It was uh, Siratsky, I believe it was. And she got – Marysville hit her hard five runs in the first inning, capped off with a three-run home run from Megan Winston. And then they just cruised the rest of the way, ended up scoring 7-1. A double from Perrin and a uh, triple from Avery Wolters scored the the next two runs and they gave up one in the top of the six but they didn't need much else marysville won three more games and they're just good they're just good again uh, they don't have anyone that's like you go oh wow they're the best player in the area but you go they're a good player they're a good player they're just one yeah, through and they nine. get and they get something from somebody like this week it was megan winston mm -hmm. hit a couple of home runs uh and, and had some big games uh perrin then sometimes it's Smith, sometimes it's Kane. I didn't even hear Kane's name mentioned once in here. Yeah, but, I don't think she was. Uh, she know, wasn't at the tournament. Mackenzie Smith comes through with something. That, uh, a player that doesn't even play regular mm -hmm. for them. Uh, Bassett uh, does stuff for. Uh, and and Walters and, and Anna Oles is another one. Uh, but Walters is is a player. Keep your eye on Avery Walters. We're going to be talking about her in multiple sports. The, the next couple of years. Uh, yeah, in multiple sports. Um, so that's it, I believe, for softball. Well, St. Clair beat Armada thirteen to five. Oh yeah, the other Claire games. Borg had another uh, grand slam. Yeah, we. So I what think you, so. you said she's got eight dingers this and year and four, four grand, grand slams. slams. <laughs> uh, Lake hitting. Lakeview beat St. Clair three to one, and they beat Armada three to two. Uh, in a couple of like normal games. What, what what's happening with normal games? I I, I don't know. But not allowed to do. I that. guess the big news of the weekend was uh, a couple of big wins for uh, Cardinal Mooney. They clinched their division, and they have just dominated everyone. Uh, let me pull up the stats. It was Trent Rice, uh, who had the no hitter, also went two for four with a three R with three RBIs, a triple and a double, um, going through. DiGiuseppe went two for two. Uh, Camito three for three, two RBIs. Nate Super went two for three with two RBIs. Luke Julio two for three, three RBIs. Uh, Ty Bodecker two for three with a double. I am assuming these are through the uh, the two, double yeah, letter. Yeah, the uh, coach likes to do that. Yeah, thirteen and one in the league and sixteen and three overall for Cardinal Mooney. Oh no, that was just game one. Excuse me, game two, you had. Uh, three for four from uh, Julian Iadisi, four RBIs. Tommy Rice had an RBI. Blake Lutsky went two for three with an RBI. And Nate Super went one for one with three runs scored. Yeah, they are dominating. I, I said to you I, maybe over the weekend, I wouldn't be surprised if the last team standing, which there's a couple teams in this area can make a deep run, might be Cardinal Mooney baseball. Uh, again, we, we run into the problem in the early part of the playoffs where we get these districts where there's three or four really good teams and only one of them can win. Right. And, and so that kind of thins the herd out because you're thinking, oh, this team can make a run. This team can make oh, oh, wait, they all play each other. They're going to knock each other off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. Uh, this, this is a year where I'll be surprised – uh, like in basketball where we got a couple of quarterfinal games, um, I'll be surprised if, if we don't have quarterfinal teams, baseball and softball. Well, yeah, baseball is dumb. It's, a, it's the regional final because you have a pre-regional game. So the regional final is the quarterfinal. Yeah. But softball is an actual quarterfinal. Yeah. But in baseball, I think we'll have the, a the regional final is the quarterfinal. Yeah. We'll be, pl <laughs> we'll be playing into mid-June because I, I think, think the so. championship's what, June 16th? Yes. I, I bet you we have some teams playing that week. I don't know if they'll make it to the finals, but I wouldn't be surprised if we're at wherever the state finals are this year, if it's still at Michigan State or if it's in Battle Creek or wherever. I don't. I hope, it's, I hope it's still in East Lansing because I'm tired of the west side getting favored to make them drive halfway like we have to drive halfway. And actually probably ba Battle Creek and Grand Rapids to Lansing is probably a shorter drive than it is for our area teams. But uh, plus, 
great facility. Uh, and, yeah, let, let's just keep it in East Lansing. It's where, it's where your headquarters are, MHSAA guys, so you can even go to the games and see them and not have to get in your car and drive anywhere. I'm tired of the west side of the state getting all the games and and screw them this time. Put, yeah, put it Jimmy John's. Let, 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 yeah, let's, let's play the state finals in baseball at Jimmy John's uh, and in softball, let's play it right here at Memorial. <laughs> uh, anyway, is there no that that's, anything that's else? My, for that's this? my complaint. I'm going to take the uh, the break and and then we'll come back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast for a Monday. Show number 100. Yeah. For us two knuckleheads. Do you think we'd make it to 100 shows? I had no idea. To, going back to like the the fall and the winter with all the COVID stoppages, I had no idea. I wasn't sure we were going to make it to twenty shows. <laughs> we we had some good shows during the COVID stoppage. We ne- we never stopped going, um, but no, a hundred shows. We're nearing two hundred games. It's been fun. I mean, we'll again in about a month when we're done with baseball and softball, we'll go over all those milestones and everything a year in review. I guess we could have two weeks going over some of the stuff we talked about. But right now, we are in the heat of a couple big division races. Let's start with baseball. Uh, We'll start with the Mac Gold, where Marine City is a game back of both Madison Heights, Lamphere, and Lakeview. This week, Marine City is playing Lakeview, so they can make up the ground there. And the following week, I'm assuming Lamphere plays Lakeview next week. So if you can get two out of three... Lampier is going to have an easier week. Yeah, here, here's the thing. I, I think if you're the Mariners, you have to think sweep. You have mm-hmm. to get greedy here. And, and again, the old cliche, you got to play one game at a time. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you can sweep Lakeview, you'll still have a chance to win the league title. Because I'm looking at it like this. If you win two out of three – then Lakeview. you're actually going to slip a game back in the standings. And Lakeview's going to have – or Lamp, yeah, Lakeview's yeah, going to take Lamp two Fears, out of three from Lamphere. Yeah, Lamphere's playing tower this week. Lamphere's not losing. No. No, they're not. Because the gold <laughs> is split in half. Like, you have three good teams and three not good teams. Yeah. So you you do need to think sweet, but if you need if you want any chance of taking the Matt Gold, you need to take two out of three because we're getting into the home stretch here. In the blue, this is where it gets interesting. Utica's 8-1, but they have a big series with Port here on Northern. Now, Northern needs to sweep. I, that's going to be a tall task. Utica can pitch. They, they just play good baseball. I mean, they're the only team to take two out of three from Marysville. But I don't think it's crazy to think Northern could take two out of three from Utica. I think they, they have the ability to. And then, I mean, you need to sweep to keep the fate in your own hands. But it gives you at least a, a puncher's chance. Yeah, if let's see, if you sweep, you're actually going to take the lead in mm-hmm. the league, and if you take two out of three, you're going to cut a game off their two-game lead. Right, so it's, there's going to be no tie. Marysville's taking on Port here on high, who just got swept by Utica for all intents and purposes, is out of the Mac Blue race, but they're a younger team. They're, they're playing 500 ball. Kind of what we were expecting. Uh, but Marysville takes on Port Huron High. The Vikings, again, have to be thinking sweep. And you're going to be the biggest Husky fans this week. Because you need Northern to take at least two. Because I believe next week Utica's going to play Frazier or Cousineau. And I don't see them dropping a game there. Yeah, see, Northern taking two out of three from Utica helps Marysville more than it helps Northern. I mean, it helps Northern, right? but it helps Marysville more if they can take all the games against the Big Reds, um, which is a, a big if, but Maceo Miller and Larry Smayfield for sure are going to pitch two of those three mm. games. That's going to be tough for a young Big Reds team. Those are two good pitchers. Yeah, and the good news for Northern, Utica has to come to them twice. So that's, that's not an short bus ride I mean again I say it all the time teams down in the Warren Utica area think they're going to to Pepperidge Farms to come play a baseball (laughs) game to the field of dreams Uh, so they're coming up north to play that game 
nor you just got to start with game one. Like you said, one game at a time. You take game one, that puts you in a really good position to at least take two out of three, if not sweep. And really, the pressure's on Utica because they know Marysville and Northern are nipping at their heels. Again, Marysville takes on PH. I'll be at all three games this series. A series you will be at that will have huge Mac White implications is St. Clair Anchor Bay. Now, Anchor Bay is three and a half games out. They're probably not going to take the league title. St. Clair and, and uh, Ford Ford are tied at 8-1. and one. And they still haven't played each other yet, Yes, right? yeah. they have not played each other. So they this sets them up. If you're St. Clair, you, the nice part is you take two out of three, you know – Everything's in your hands. Well, here's the, here's the thing. you got the top four teams in the white playing each other this week mm-hmm. because Ford's playing Gross Point North uh, and St. Clair's playing Anchor Bay, uh, and North and Anchor Bay are basically the second and third place teams, and Ford and St. Clair are tied for first. Yeah, and I would, I would be, sh- be kind of shocked if either St. Clair or Ford swept because Gross Point North has talent, Anchor Bay has talent. It's going to be tough for both those teams to sweep. You see two of them. You see them both at Anchor Bay Wednesday, Thursday, correct? Uh, today. Well, yeah, Thursday. Oh, Monday, Thursday. I don't know yeah, why I said Wednesday. T- today yeah, and Monday, Thursday, Thursday. Wednesday they play at St. Clair. Yes. But we're someplace else Wednesday. Yeah, I think we have. you're at a softball game yeah. that day. So that's going to be a big one for St. Clair. They are 11-3 and on the year and 8-1 and overall in league again. I know Denny was a little mad when their team came back against Lons Cruz North. But looking right now, that makes a huge difference with that comeback win. Yeah, that, that, he, uh, he's he's mad, kind of jokingly. Right. I think you're you're never mad when when you win and when you win dramatically, that's going to help your team. But yeah, he he didn't like the way they played in that game. But for the most part, they've been playing well. Uh, I get I'm excited. I'll get to see the Mad Hatter today. Uh, Murkoff's pitching, so uh, that'll be fun. Let, let, let's see if Anchor Bay complains about him. And you know what? We saw Anchor Bay at Comerica Park, and I know the two teams played it more like a, an exhibition game, but Anchor Bay was good against Marysville. They can hit. Uh, they hit, and, and, the, and they threw pretty well, too, and, and so – yeah, th- this is. But you'll not get a, a real look at Anchor Bay. Though. Yeah, th- this is not an easy week, and we know that Gross Point North uh, is going to give Ford a hard time. Um, and as much as I like rooting against Gross Point North because their manager has done some things that I don't like, uh, but you know you're rooting for them to win a game. If you're St. Clair, you you don't want Ford sweeping. But here's the here's the good news. It doesn't matter what Ford does. If you win the series against Anchor Bay, you control your own destiny. You might require a sweep of Ford, which is a very tall task because they're a they're a top ranked team in Division One. Yeah. But that's it's, why it's I, always nice going into the last series of the year knowing you control if you win a league title. I want to. I want to. If I'm St. Clair, I want to at least be tied with Ford mm-hmm. going into that series, knowing then that you just have to win the series. You don't have to win every game. Right. And if you're tied, that ensures that there's not going to be a tie in the league. Yeah. So now on to softball. Uh, we don't have anyone until the blue where we have everyone. Marysville, Marine City, Port Huron, and Northern all in the MAC blue. And Port Huron and Northern are basically out of it. They're four games back. I think that might mathematically put them out of it. I'm not sure how many they play. But uh, they're playing better. They're playing Especially better. the big reds are playing better. But you're not going to get a league title. Uh, hung up in either of those two gyms. But you can be now, a spoiler. But Marine City, they're two games out. It's going to take a lot. They're going to need some lucky bounces in games they're not even involved in. But for a young team to have a shot at a league title, this week Marine City, they play Frazier tomorrow. I'll be at that game. That's a game you win. Now you're tied for second. Frazier can hit. <laughs> Frazier can hit, and they can uh, apparently pitch, too. And then you go down to Cousineau on Thursday. That's a game that you felt like you should have won. You go down there. You win both these games. Marysville is going to have uh, Tuesday is their, their bye in the league, so they won't be playing that day. But they then, do they have a league game this week? They got Northern. 
Oh, they they do have Northern. They've got Northern, and then they play that doubleheader with Crosslash. Oh, yes, they do have Northern. I don't know. I must. I don't know why I missed that. Yeah. So Thursdays they're by. Uh, Tuesday, Marysville takes on Northern. You hope Northern just out hits Marysville, and it becomes a slugfest. And Ali Shagney hits eight home runs, and <laughs> McNaughton hits four, and Becca Larson gets on eight times. Uh, again, I has Marine City and Marysville. They've played twice, right? I know Marysville beat them eight nothing at Marysville. I don't know if they've played at Marine City. I don't know if they have either. So you might get them. Because if they have, we would have been there, and I think maybe they got rained out. I think that was the day they got rained out. Either way, you go down there, so you have a game, you can beat Marysville. For a Marine City team that, again, was young and to start the year struggled. Like, they struggled bad at the beginning of the year. They're kind of getting into it. I don't think they they will win the league title. But to be in this position, I'd – wouldn't be satisfied, but I would be – I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, I'm just going to say this. Uh, of all the those four teams, and I like all four of those teams, and there's a lot of good players on all four of those teams, Marysville's the best team, uh, and they're the mm-hmm. team that everybody else uh, is is chasing, and there's a reason for that. And unless the Vikings implode, get COVID, or have a bunch of injuries – it's theirs for the taking. Yes, it's theirs to lose, which I think they'll take it again. Just saying, it's nice to see a Marine City team that has a chance. And again, I, I've said this: they're gonna they are gonna spoil the league, and that's kind of what they did. They beat a Gross Point South team that really, if if Gross Point South wins that game, they're only a game back of Marysville. Instead, they're two and. That's a tough task. St. Clair is in the MAC red, and that's tough. They're ten and twelve overall, but two and five in the MAC red. They're basically done. Anchor Bay is leading that division, by the way, five and zero in league and sixteen and three overall. And uh, we saw last week ranked seventh. Yeah, I think they were ranked in the top ten of the state. Yeah, so. uh, and and that's that's a good team, uh, but uh, they they do have a little heat coming up behind them, don't they? Somebody's close to them in the standings. Uh, and yeah, Dakota's six and one. So technically, they're tied because Anchor Bay's five and, it, and, and I think Anchor Bay plays at Dakota today. today. Yep, Anchor Bay at Dakota today. So and then uh, in the BWAC, we finally found some BWAC girls standings at least. Yes. Um, and uh, it's again, it, it's basically a five-team race right now because uh, the the fifth-place team Algonac is only two games out. And second through fourth, Elmont, Emily City, and North Branch are only one game out behind Richmond, who's 7-1 and one, uh, in league play. We don't have their overall records, but we have their league records. Richmond 7-1, Elmont, Emily City, North Branch are all 6-2, and two, Elginax 5-3, and three, uh, and then uh, a good Armada team is 1-7 in league play which tells you how good the rest of the yeah, league Armada is. Yeah, Armada is a good softball team. Uh, I know they've struggled at times, but they have talent on that team. And and Crosslex isn't awful, and they're one and seven in league play. Would you say in a normal in an average league Crosslex is 500 or better? So is Armada. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, y- Yale is struggling. They are 0 and 8. By the way, uh when North Branch beat Richmond back to start this uh Season, if we would have known about this, then we probably would have talked about it a lot more. But uh, that was Richmond's first league loss since 2016. Richmond has claimed the last four league titles in the BWAC, and they're looking to make it five straight. So that was that's like 28-42. So it was over. It, it was, was over 42 wins. It was at least 42. Assuming if they would have lost the last game in 2016 then it would have been at least a 42-game conference win streak that was snapped. Yeah, and, and it's probably closer somewhere to uh, 50. Yeah. Would, would be my guess, but um, yeah. That's, uh, again, they're going to go down to the last games of the season there to decide that. Yeah, that's just not fair. <laughs> but anyway, do you want to go over the and schedule? That, and, and the other quick? not fair about that is probably half of them meet up in the same district and will murder each oh, other. Oh, yeah, that out. district's a regional. Yeah. Um, you want me to just go over the schedule real quick? Yeah. So today on Monday, May 10th, Dennis, you're at St. Clair Anchor Bay to see the Mad Hatter pitch against uh, the Tars. I will be at game one of Port Huron at Marysville. Tomorrow you have Marysville at Northern Softball. I have Frazier at Marine City softball 
Wednesday, I have game two of Marysville at Port Huron. Uh, you have Marysville at Crosslex softball doubleheader, so you get to see more Pioneer action. That's always good. Uh, Thursday, St. Clair at Anchor Bay, game three of that series. You'll be there. I'll have the conclusion of Port here on Marysville. I do like seeing the same uh, games three days a week just because you, you get the feel and you get, like, it's easier for, like, storytelling and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, Friday... Warren Woods Tower at Port Huron High. You have a doubleheader in softball. I have a Richmond Marine City baseball game. You'll S- like Richmond. Oh, yeah. They're, You'll like they, Richmond. They've been good at baseball since I knew what a ball, baseball was. Um, and then Saturday, Lakeview at Marysville baseball doubleheader. You'll be there. I'll be getting a puppy. I hope they got some pitching left. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they're you know they're gonna have well a, the way they go through the league they'll use three pitchers and everyone else will well, be well I mean you you figure against the, the big reds because it's league games and it's important um, they're gonna go they're, with Mayfield uh, Miller and Richards or um, Ferguson they've kind of flip flopped that third starter yeah I know they like to use them both because they throw differently so it gets guys off balance and, um, and the the Lakeview games so I might see. K's and whoever doesn't pitch between Richards and uh, Ferguson. Yeah, a lot of the kids you saw. I think Hong pitched again at Comerica. Uh, did Veggie pitch at Comerica? I think he did. Yeah, so those are some of the names you'll see. But anyway, that's our week. Dennis, anything else before we uh, send this show home? Nope. Just, but uh, 100 shows. This is 100 shows, and we thank uh, everybody uh, who has uh, gutted through all one. Hundred of them with us. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I picked on you today. How can I do a hundredth show and not take a shot at you? I don't know, because we had so much to talk about. Your mind was focused on all the information. We did have a lot to talk about. Anyways, uh, I'll get you in show one hundred and one. I promise. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.